Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and follow your soul calling with crystals. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals. In today's show, we'll explore the healing properties of Larimar, a crystal for joy and spiritual communication. But before we get started, I'd like to answer one of our listener questions. Remember, you can submit your own questions anytime at loveandlightschool.com slash ask for the chance to have your question answered right here on the show. Today's question comes from an anonymous listener who submitted their question under the name New Spiritual Seeker. And they say, Hi Ashley, I have always been interested in crystals and metaphysical things, but I've kind of suppressed it because of stigmas and if I'm being honest, fear from past religious studies. I no longer consider myself part of those religious practices, but the self-doubt is still there. Recently, I have been more and more called to seeking spirituality again and find what that means for myself. It started with crystals and just opening my heart to even ask the questions, and now I'm hoping to get some direction. I have your Cosmic Crystals book, and I've been drawn to the Celtic and Druid practices. I am Irish, and I feel like that might be the best place to start to find my spirituality, but I also know little is really known about the Druids and ancient Celtic practices. I was wondering if you have any suggestions or recommended resources that could help me learn and potentially connect with that part of my ancestors. This is a great question, so thank you, new spiritual seeker for submitting the question. Um, I think this is something that so many people can relate to, right? Especially because of the atrocities of colonization, people become disconnected from their roots and from their ancestral practices. So I think if you are American or Canadian or anywhere um, outside of Ireland, you said that you are Irish. Um, I'm guessing you meant that you have Irish ancestry and heritage. I am also in that boat, and I will I will tell you from my personal experience. This has been a pretty intense learning journey because as a white person, just as much as I don't want to incorporate practices into my spirituality that are culturally appropriative, I also want to be mindful of that as an American with Irish ancestry that I don't want to just dive in and sort of claim a practice when I am disconnected from my culture, from my Irish ancestry as an American. So I think it's important that we approach any attempt at reconnection with respect and with an effort to become a part of that community. So I think looking for ways in which you can reconnect to that practice while being respectful is really important. I've personally learned a lot about this from Laura O'Brien at the Irish Pagan School. You can find them online at irishpaganschool.com. Laura has created a great resource for authentic Irish connection. 
Um, but you also mentioned Celtic spirituality, and I think it's really important to understand that Celtic spirituality is sort of this modern mashup of pan-Celtic belief systems and further of sort of pan-Celtic recreationist and reconstructionist belief systems. So we get a lot of things that are inauthentic mixed into this idea of Celtic spirituality. And so if you're specifically looking for something related to your Irish ancestry, then connect with an Irish teacher. But you also mentioned the Druids. And Druidic practice is often used interchangeably with Celtic spirituality, but these would be considered quite different, although there there can be overlap for sure. If you're looking for specifically Druidic practices, I would really recommend connecting with Christopher Hughes of the Anglesey Druid Order. You can find them at angleseydruidorder.co.uk. That's A-N-G-L-E-S-E-Y druidorder.co.uk. Christopher really, really knows his stuff. Um, I have had the pleasure of taking some online workshops with him. He is fantastic. I've also learned a lot from Obad, better known as the Order of Bards, Ovates, and Druids, and you can find them online at druidry.org. Ultimately, I can't tell you what will be the best path for you, but I know having gone through this process myself and honestly still going through this process, it's really a lot to navigate. So just be patient take your time, and seek out the sources that feel in alignment to you. I will tell you one of the greatest gifts that I received from learning from Laura O'Brien at the Irish Pagan School was really how to use discernment when it came to who I was learning from and the sources that were being used to share that information. And I have found that you know, connecting with the more authentic sources, the original writings, and the mythology of the culture can really go a long way in pointing you in the right direction when we are missing that direct lineage of spiritual practice. So I hope that is helpful for you, new spiritual seeker. But they also said, I think my biggest struggle right now is trusting myself and trusting my intuition. How do I work on my intuition to work more with my crystals? I need help understanding the best way to really work with them and integrate them into all areas of my life. I just want to say thank you for bringing this to everyone and giving newbies like me someone to trust to learn from. So thank you. That's so sweet. And yeah, in terms of ways to develop your intuition with your crystals, I would highly recommend heading over to my blog at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And in the search there, you can search for intuition and you'll come up with a number of articles. One of my favorites is a crystal grid for intuition, which is a crystal grid recipe that will help you with intuitive awakening. You'll also see an article called using amethyst to supercharge your intuition, which is really helpful for beginners because most people have amethyst in their toolkit. So it's a really accessible one with some helpful tips for intuitive development. I would also encourage you if you're looking to enhance your intuition and learn to sort of trust yourself to give divination a try. And there are so many different forms of divination. I have a blog post on the website called the 10 best crystals for tarot and oracle card readings. So if you'd like to give cardamancy a try, that's the act of using 
cards for your divination practice, either tarot cards or oracle cards, you'll definitely want to read this blog post. There's also an accompanying video on this page that is a 35-minute sample class, and it's just one of 15 lessons from my Crystals for Intuitive Tarot course. So if you want to sort of see what the course is like, then you can read this blog post. You can check out this sample class. It's right there on the blog page. Again, it's totally free, 35-minute mini class, and it's just one of 15 lessons in my larger Crystals for Intuitive Tarot course. If you'd like to sign up for the course, you can just head over to loveandlightschool.com, hover over the shop button, and then click on enroll in classes. You'll be able to see all of the different courses and digital products and new course bundles that I have to offer, but among them, you'll see that Crystals for Intuitive Tarot course. But if tarot cards aren't really your thing or oracle cards aren't really your thing, I also have a few other free blog posts that would be really helpful. So there's a crystal elixir recipe for shadow work and how to use it for scrying divination. If you've never tried scrying, this particular practice in this blog post talks about scrying with water. I think you'd find that really interesting. Even if you don't use it for shadow work, you can still use the general scrying practice. I have a few other articles about working with crystals for the tarot. So there's one called Using Crystals to Learn About the Tarot Minor Arcana and Working with Crystals and the Major Arcana of the Tarot. There's also How and Why to Use Crystal Oracle Cards and the Best Crystals for Card Readings. And you can find some other articles about alternative forms of divination. So there's one called Using Crystal Pendulums, Dowsing for Wisdom and Energy Reading. How well do you know your pendulum? The surprising truth about pendulum dowsing and pendulums for beginners, six helpful tips for successful dowsing. You'll also find an article about lithomancy or stone casting. Uh, it's called Casting Stones to Read the Future. I think you'd really enjoy that practice. That's actually one of the lessons in my CCH program, um, and it's often one of my students' favorites. And then finally, I talked about scrying earlier in terms of using crystal elixir water to scry in a bowl of water, but there's another article on the blog that's called How to Perform a Crystal Ball Reading Step-by-Step, and it's all about practicing the art of crystallomancy or scrying using a crystal ball. So definitely utilize those resources that are on the blog. They are there, they are free for you, and they are jam-packed with information. So thank you so much again for submitting your question. And remember, if you're at home listening and you have some questions that you'd like me to answer for you about crystals, spirituality, or anything else you're curious about right now, let me know over at loveandlightschool.com ask. Discover how you can deepen your spiritual journey and follow your soul calling with crystals. The Love and Light School's award-winning crystal healing certification program opens soon. Go to crystalhealerschool.com. And now it's time for us to dive into our main topic for today, the healing properties of Larimar, a crystal for joy and spiritual communication. Larimar, which is also known as blue pectolite, that's the mineralogically correct name, comes from only one place in the world. It comes from the Dominican Republic, and its appearance resembles the ocean when it's glistening with sunlight. It has the most beautiful 
pearlescent swirls of blue and white and green, and it is just gorgeous. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I always like to connect these healing properties episodes for each stone with an affirmation for that crystal. So here's the affirmation for Laramar. I open my heart to the compassion of the universe. Laramar is an excellent stone for promoting peace and calming and for encouraging emotional healing. It can also help facilitate inner child work and helps you connect with divine energy. Laramar is a great crystal for assisting you with earth healing energy work for healing both the land and the water. And in fact, I have a previous blog post called Earth Healing Crystal Exercise with Larimar, where I lead you through a really quick visualization for sending the earth some healing energy using a Larimar stone. So definitely check that out. This crystal is also great for enhancing communication, especially with your guides or with animals, and it helps you get in flow with the energy of the water element to assist you with release and letting go, promoting your intuition, enhancing love, anything that corresponds to that water element energy. It also encourages mental clarity and can facilitate states of expanded consciousness and feelings of oneness. I mentioned before, this is typically an opaque stone that is light blue with areas of white or green swirls and occasionally some burgundy speckles. Now, most of the time the stone is opaque and I've seen some sources online claim that if your Larimar is translucent at all, meaning there are any areas where light sort of passes through it, not transparent, not perfectly clear, just sort of translucent where light can pass through in any way, then it's fake. But you know, I have to tell you, that's actually not true. Although most Larimar is going to be completely opaque, there is some very, very high quality Larimar that when cut thin enough is going to allow a little bit of light to pass through. So don't use that as a definitive testing method for identifying a fake. When it comes to Larimar, do your research ahead of time and search out reputable sources for purchasing. And although it's always important to try and source our crystals ethically, it's particularly important when it comes to Larimar because of the working conditions that may be present because it's so difficult to mine. One place that I've purchased Larimar from in the past that I've always felt really good about is Cassavra, K-A-S-A-V-R-A. They're located in the Dominican Republic and they have exquisite quality Larimar. This is not a paid advertisement, anything like that for them. I've just always found their quality to be really good and I believe them to be an ethical and reliable source for Larimar stones. Larimar connects to the zodiac sign of cancer and to the water element. Its companion flower is the forget-me-not, and a great companion essential oil for Larimar is lavender. If you're looking for a partner stone for Larimar, reach for some pink Thompsonite. They pair beautifully together. As I mentioned earlier, the Dominican Republic is the sole locality for this stone. There are other colors of pectolite available elsewhere, but the Dominican Republic is the only known source of blue pectolite. Larimar is actually just the trade name for this special blue variety of pectolite. It's also sometimes known as dolphin stone or Atlantis stone, not to be confused with Atlantisite, which is a combination of green serpentine and purple stick type. 
This stone is moderately rare as it comes from only one location, but it is readily available in most specialty shops as tumbled stones or set in jewelry. Although Larimar has a massive outward appearance, it has a triclinic crystal system. And the blue color of this stone, which is often modeled with that beautiful white and green, resembles the ocean with glistening sunlight on its surface. Lower quality pieces of Larimar will sometimes contain red or brown flecks or speckles, but I think sometimes these add to the beauty of the stone. And high quality Larimar can sometimes display a slight pearlescence, almost has this little bit of a pearly shimmer. This beautiful blue stone seems to have the ocean written on its surface, like a reflection of the clear Caribbean waters of its origin, and all of its associations connect with water. Larimar's a beautiful stone known for enhancing communication, whether with people, animals, or even elemental water spirits, and it has this really joyful yet peaceful energy. Larimar is a gentle stone that can offer you deep and profound healing while you're working with it. It's also sometimes referred to as dolphin stone, which I mentioned earlier, because of its ability to facilitate all types of communication. It's a stone of empathy and compassion and helps facilitate feelings of oneness and of belonging to the whole. This blue variety of pectolite is aligned with the water element and is most helpful when you work with it to wash away both physically and energetically anything that no longer feels supportive in your life. This stone has such a deep connection to all the waters of the world and it has a particular affinity with dolphins and fish. And the stone embodies sort of a go-with-the-flow, playful type of energy that helps you release attachment to doing things in a particular way. So if you tend to be a little bit stubborn or stuck in your ways, this is a good stone for helping you sort of let go and experience new ways of being and doing things. Larimar is here to support you in achieving your goals and your dreams, but rather than letting you fight the current to get there, it shows you how to relax and be in flow. It also shows you that you'll still reach your desired result, but that the journey can be so much easier than you're making it. Now, I mentioned earlier that the only mining area for Larimar is in the Dominican Republic, and it's usually found in steep hills that have a sort of Swiss cheese-like appearance with deep, narrow mine shafts that can only be worked by hand. And this is one of the reasons that ethically sourcing Larimar is so important, making sure that workers are protected, that the environment is protected, that workers are paid fairly, and that no child exploitation is used. Although the stone was originally discovered in 1916, it wasn't until the stone's rediscovery in 1974 that it found popularity on the mineral market. A lot of stones have worldwide histories that are really rooted in centuries of folklore, but because of its recent introduction to the mineral market, there aren't any known historical uses of Larimar. But the Dominican people have long called it blue stone and believe that it was a gift from the sea. It was rediscovered by a Peace Corps volunteer and a Dominican man who gave Larimar its name, a combination of his daughter's name, Larissa, which can itself mean gull, and the Spanish word mar, meaning ocean. So I'd love to share with you one way to work with Larimar. This is from my book, Crystals for Energy Healing, which you can get anywhere books are sold. 
So try holding a Larimar stone over your throat to promote really clear and effective communication while speaking. You can do this before you have a difficult conversation coming up or if you have some public speaking to do, and it can be really helpful. You might also want to try sort of flipping things around and taking two pieces of Larimar, holding one near each ear, kind of on the neck, just behind the ears where they attach to the head to enhance your clairaudient ability to receive important messages from your guides, literally to help your intuitive hearing. Alternatively, you can try meditating while holding a piece of Larimar and try to tune into what the universe most wants you to know at this time. I hope you'll give this a try. And if you do, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram and let me know how it worked out for you. You can find me at Love and Light School. Do you feel intuitively called to work more deeply with your stones? To grow your confidence, knowledge, and connection to crystal energy beyond what you can learn on your own? Our award-winning Crystal Healing Certification Program will take you from crystal lover to a confident, certified crystal healer and help you discover your soul's path and crystal purpose. Go to crystalhealerschool.com to learn more. Well, that's it for our main topic this week, but now it's time for our trending this week segment. As you know, each week I bring you a quick discussion on something that's happening in the world of crystal healing and spirituality right now, or something that I'm loving that I just want to share. This week, I want to talk to you about my free video training series, How to Run a Crystal Healing Session Step by Step. If you find yourself surrounded with your crystals, but you're not quite sure what to do with them and you need a little help, I would love to show you how to do a crystal healing session, basically a layout with your crystals step-by-step in my free video course. So you can sign up for this course again, totally for free by heading over to loveandlightschool.com and right in the main portion of my site, you'll see a little button you can click to sign up for the free course. In this training series, I'll teach you how to confidently run a crystal healing session and awaken your inner healer with crystals. I'll share my step-by-step crystal healing method so that you can help support your friends, family, or even clients with your crystal work. In this class series, you'll learn the steps to properly prepare for a session, how to scan and clear the energy field, how to awaken your intuitive healing gifts, and step-by-step guidance for performing a crystal layout from start to finish. Plus, I'll share some special bonuses with you. You'll get some healing session record sheets, which are downloadable client worksheets and checklists with body diagrams and more to help you keep track of your sessions and develop your skills even further. Plus, I'll share a guided crystal meditation to help you discover and activate your inner healer and empower you in your crystal work. This is such a valuable free training, but I am sharing it for free. And the reason is I think the world needs more healers and more spiritual seekers to follow their soul purpose. So if you've been feeling really called to work with your crystals, now is the time to step into your healing gifts. You can sign up for this free video training series and get the confidence and support that you need with my proven crystal session method. So if you feel ready to awaken your inner healer and follow your soul calling with crystals, head over to loveandlightschool.com. 
www.thepowerofpositivityshift.com and click that button right in the website banner to get the free training series, How to Run a Crystal Healing Session, Step-by-Step. I love to see you in class. Well, that is it for today. Hope that you found a lot of value in today's show. If you want more information about anything I discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave a quick rating and a review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. You can also subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode if you are an Apple Podcast listener. But if you like to listen to the show on another service, you can head over to loveandlightschool.com slash listen to check out our most popular episodes, most recent episodes, and all the places where you can listen to this podcast online. Today, I want to give a really special shout out to Misho, who said, five stars, amazing podcast. I absolutely love to hear this podcast whenever possible as an addition to my crystal healing studies that I have with Ashley in the CCH at Love and Light School. All about her and her team is amazing. Misho, thank you so much for taking the time to leave this rating and this review. It helps new listeners find the show, which is so, so important. So I am so grateful for you taking the time. And if you're listening and wondering how you can give back, if you've really enjoyed listening to this podcast, whether you're a new listener and this is your very first episode, or if you've been listening for years, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review. Again, head over to Love and Light School dot com slash iTunes to leave an Apple podcast review. Or if you listen somewhere else, please do leave us a rating and a review on your favorite platform. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Connect with us online at loveandlightschool.com or on social at loveandlightschool. The content provided on or through our website or podcast makes no claims for specific or general health or health results and should not be used to examine, diagnose, or treat any medical condition prescribe medications, make claims for specific or general healing or health results, or as a substitute for traditional medical treatment. For medical advice, you should consult a licensed healthcare specialist. For more information, please refer to the terms of use on our website at loveandlightschool.com.